Welcome to Locked On Kentucky, your daily Kentucky podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm Curtis Birch, host and producer on News Radio 630, WLAP, the home of the Cats. And I'm Kyle Tucker of The Athletic, and together, Curtis and I are here every day, Monday through Friday, talking to Cats. If it's a big deal to the Big Blue Nation, you can hear it right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. This edition of the show is brought to you by Grassroots Pharmacy. We'll tell you a little bit more about them in just a bit. We're going to be talking Mitch Barnhart and ball pits. <laughs> Find out why. <laughs> but let's start. Uh, Kyle. Not Mitch Barnhart in a ball pit. No, well, that would actually be very, very intriguing. Hashtag content. Yeah, hashtag content. I love to create content. Um, so you had a long conversation with UK's AD, Mitch Barnhart. Uh, I'll just kind of throw out the blanket question. What was the most interesting, surprising thing from that conversation that you took away? And at the jump, go read the full, your full <laughs> Q&A on The Athletic. Yes, please do. Um, I would say, you know, one thing that I, I think will be the the big talker out of it is just that um, I wanted to go a little deeper on the alcohol decision because that obviously was a hot button issue. There was some some heated reaction to the way it was announced, uh, what, two weeks ago, I guess yeah. now. Um, you know, I, I wanted to ask him, did you articulate that decision as you intended to? Or is there anything further you'd like to kind of say about it? Um, and and I, I do think he did a better, at least a little better job in this this setting of um, more specifically explaining. I said, you know, how do you deal with the, with the, the, for the people who are angry, their reaction is you trust the rich fans to drink and you do not trust the average fan to drink. And he said, it is not a trust issue. It is a numbers issue. And he basically said, there's a small number in a confined space right now that are drinking in these premium seats. Um, and that then there's 60,000 other people who are not in confined spaces who, and uh, many of them are in greater proximity to the playing surface, to the student athletes, mm. which I think, you know, I think there's, they consider that a little bit more of a safety issue. If there is anybody that it gets overserved. Um, you know, and, and that's like, I think the people that are mad is, I don't know that he can say anything to make them not be mad about it, but I, he did at least, I think he did at least, I think, try to explain it a little better. And, and two, you know, I said this on, on Tom Leach's show this morning, whether you agree with the decision or not, and even if you don't agree with it. I think you have to at least somewhat respect that Barnhart, I think one of the quotes I tweeted out, he basically said, if my popularity comes down to putting a beer in everybody's hand, then I'm willing to sacrifice my popularity to do what I think is right. I mean, there's some integrity in that because he does not, I mean, he's very aware that he could, for a lot of people, he could become king of the world in their eyes if he just said, yes, you can drink at games. Because everything else... He has done at a higher level than almost any AD in the country. You know, all of his former assistant ADs go on to run programs, Alabama, Oregon, Mississippi State, Florida. They're running some of the biggest programs in the country. They're three times in the last five years. They've been top 15 in the Director's Cup, which is all the all sports ranking. So they're kind of, they're good to great at everything almost. Um, he's completely transformed the facilities. I mean, when you we talked about this in the conversation, like is this the the tangible to you, the tangible 
piece of what you've done is it that drive up alumni and he kind of, he basically said yeah it's incredible I mean, if you think about what driving up alumni drive looked like 10 years ago and what it looks like now with that glittering athletic complex you pass a brand new sock softball facility a brand new soccer facility a brand new baseball stadium a brand new football practice field and and ridiculous training facility 50 million dollar training facility and then a completely completely transformed stadium i've talked about you know eight years ago when i pulled up here from covering virginia tech for a long time and i brought my wife i said let's go see the football stadium we pulled up and i was like oh my god can we go back you know it was a dump it, it, commonwealth stadium relative to its peers in the sec and certainly the training facilities were a dump and now they are not they're some of the best in the country so you've got all these things you know mitch's 80 of the year nationally this year Named to the college basketball, the chairman of the college basketball selections committee, which is a huge deal. He's been chairman of, uh, I think, the oversight committee in the NCAA. He is widely respected as an elite, elite athletic director. And yet, he knows, and it is true, that for some, for a lot of fans, whether or not he's a good AD literally boils down to his alcohol decision. Or, or some other, and some yeah. other decisions. I think, and we talk about that after he explained the, the alcohol decision a little more. I said more broadly, forgetting just the alcohol. How do you how do you address the notion that in general, it, you're catering to the, you know, to the big donors, and you're forgetting the common fan. And so that answer I thought was interesting too. He pointed to the stadium where they put chairback seats in every area now. Like everybody's got a chairback. And that's not a thing that many college stadiums, I think even some NFL stadiums, have done for their fans and don't have to do. Kentucky didn't have to. They could have done part of it and not all of it. And they, they did spend the money to put chairbacks. And that one is nice for sitting. But also I think those blue chairbacks have totally also made the stadium look so much nicer. Yes. Like if you look at an overhead view of the stadium with the blue instead of the silver bleachers, it looks really nice. Um, he um, he talked about keeping ticket sales flat, ticket prices flat in an area in a stretch where they're winning at a higher level than they have in a long time, and could in theory have gotten away with hiking the prices. Um, and then you know those tours they've taken around the state. He's taken Cal and himself and stoops and players and yeah. other coaches all over the state to have events and interact with fans. Um, and as people are listening to this or, or that are rolling their eyes, he'll, he would acknowledge, I know some people will say, I don't want all that. Keep all that. Give me the things that I've asked you for, which I'm sure, you know, one, a beer in the hand yeah, in the stands, probably fix the internet, which I wish I had asked. The one question I wish I'd asked is like, when are you ever going to get like, just That's, build a, I mean, and build a tower, get internet in the stands, like just whatever it costs. Do that one thing I think is a, is a thing. But, um, you know, I, I think he he feels like in his mind that there's a balance, and we're kind of without explicitly saying it. He essentially said like we do have to cater to some extent to the rich donors because you've got to somewhere if you're not going to hike the common fans' ticket prices exactly. every year, you got to get money to pay for the things that it you know what it costs to be a high level athletics program. Yep. Um, so that was interesting. I thought it was interesting too. Like you talk about all the people that like the fans that are like that like. 
as a take it as a point of pride and we'll rah rah like we're good at everything we're you know climbing the all sports you know we we're in the women's college world series we're you know we're great at this that and the other uh but when something like the beer decision comes down all that goes out the window and that's yeah. the only thing that matters well let's uh take a quick break because i have like a i don't know if it's an analogy or metaphor i still at my age, don't know the difference, <laughs> but I'm, I want to get your thoughts on uh, one that I came up with and comparing Mitch to to another office, and then we're going to talk about what Mitch had to say about John Calipari, but before that, let's tell you guys about Grassroots Pharmacy, which is a locally owned independent pharmacy looking to change your idea of what a pharmacy is supposed to do. They place a strong focus on nutrition, supplementation, and alternative therapies like CBD oil, Kyle, and I know you're... Uh, using those right now yeah yeah they have uh we are one of the rare places in town you can actually go in a, a store and buy cbd oil um they have a bunch of different kinds but one in particular that i i and my wife use called wild health and uh you can go to wildhealthcbd.com and order it online if you're not here in lexington and you can use my promo code kyle 10 uh, to get 10 percent off but they also honor that in the store there at grassroots we i, I am literally there like probably three times a week because my wife's had a bunch of health issues. My kids, my little toddlers get all the, every single, no, let's, let's, every single disease under the sun hold on, let's, from their daycare. Let's just be real. You just want a smoothie. Oh they, yeah. <laughs> it is also, also I go many days a week and just get a strawberry banana smoothie. Yeah. They have a smoothie bar. You can make them yourself. Or if you're like me and you're too stupid to make one yourself, <laughs> you just say, will you make one, make one for me, please. I'm very high maintenance. <laughs> yes, uh, you are. But they, and they sell a bunch of local goods in there. The hat I'm wearing right now, they have like a cool trucker hat. It's like Cypress yeah. something. I don't know. They they, they sell a bunch of um, local stuff. And, and the, the CBD, the Wild Health is, and, is local here and in the Kentucky. Great, the great thing about it is if you have questions, you can talk to a pharmacist about it and get all those those answers you want. Uh, they're located in Hamburg on Sir Barton Way. Uh, it's next to the four-way stop on the Best Buy side uh, parking lot where the Regal Cinema is. They're open Monday through Friday 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. and on Saturday, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. You can get more information at grassrootspharmacy.com or give them a call 859-263-1382. Check out grassrootspharmacy.com or go stop in and check them out in person. This is Locked On Kentucky, your team every day. I feel like (laughs) with what you were just getting, this isn't like a brilliant idea or like, it thought mine, but the AD is almost like a presidential or senatorial like vote because some people are just single, single issue voters, yeah. single issue decision makers. I like this AD because he didn't give me beer or on the flip side, like we've talked about when this initial uh, decision came down, some people are like, I like Mitch now because he is, he didn't give, didn't give beer and I don't like drinking in stadiums for, yeah, I think the atmosphere is going to be more harsh towards children, your point about maybe getting on student, whatever reason you don't want beer in the stands, like you now I like Mitch. And I, I feel like to a certain extent, you're almost in a, a no-win situation with not every decision, but a lot of decisions. Well, with decisions like this, with yeah. hot button issues and alcohol, substances of all kinds. I mean, if, al- you, like you, know, I, if you look out in the world, alcohol, yeah. uh, legal marijuana, anything that's sort of a lifestyle choice, is and anything that could be tied to like religious beliefs, you know, that you could have a reason, you know, religious reason, I mean, gambling. gambling. Yeah, to a certain extent as well. People are passionate on both sides of it, and and if you're 
the guy making a decision for the masses, mm-hmm. you are in a no win position. Yeah. And so you have to, you just have to do the thing that you think is right uh, for the most people. Um, it certainly can't be an individual decision. Like it can't be because I personally think yeah. it's wrong. I, I can't, I, you know, I, and I don't think that's what Mitch is doing here. Although I do think he would probably personally lean towards uh, ab- abstaining. Uh, I, I think you've got to do what he thinks. He's got to do what he thinks is right for the most people. And then just like weather the storm that comes with it. Because uh, the other thing about people is they say a lot of things about <laughs> how they feel and who they hate and and whatever. But if Kentucky comes roaring out of the gate and they're 5-0, and people will show up to the football game this year, next year, every year. Whether they got a beer or not, they'll bring their own. They'll pound it in the parking lot. There'll be white claw cans <laughs> all over the place. Had a white claw for the first time. Congrats. It's pretty good. I'd had truly already. Like the all there's this 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 incredible uh explosion of like alcohol uh seltzers, seltzers yeah, yeah that are like low calorie they're like they go down they taste exactly like just drinking a seltzer they don't taste like alcohol which is dangerous i think that's why they've become the the Good. summer choice drink of choice for the uh, the youth um not the youth like not the actual <laughs> children <laughs> probably but hopefully not um but point being if they're good, none of this is going to matter all that much. Just like, and if they're bad, you could sell all the beer in the world. But if they're Joker Phillips bad, they're going to be Joker Phillips bad crowds. Um, that's so always, that's the end of the day is just just put a winning. And I think he sort of mentioned that. Like that's been always put my, a winning product on the field. My point is that the ultimate goal is to win, and I think the the biggest reward to, I mean, you can say the common fan, but in all actuality, any fan because is. Uh, oftentimes you need you need to kind of point out the the com the most common fan is the UK fan that watches at home on their couch or right you know, yeah so and, and every you know, basketball too like. yes exactly but the most the biggest reward for any fan is winning <laughs> and yes Barnhart has been able to do that um, through all the programs as you pointed out winning AD of the year and finishing so high in those Directors Cup standings uh, obviously you also talked about Cal. I thought some of his comments uh, were kind of open and honest, uh, specifically about the scandal. Yeah, uh, we kind of ended on that. I waited till the end. I didn't know if he'd just stand up and walk out on me or whatever. It wasn't meant to be like a, a gotcha question or anything. It's just a question that I think is a totally reasonable one to ask that nobody really, to my knowledge, has ever really asked Mitch, uh, which was because we were talking about college basketball reform and, and what it should look like and, and a bunch of things like that. And I said, one of the reasons there's the reason there's this clamor to, to change college basketball, to fix college basketball is because of this FBI scandal that broke. And it's the biggest story of the last several years in sports. So when this thing pops, you know, what if two, two and a half years ago, summer, I guess it was summertime about this time, Mm -hmm. two years ago, I guess now, mm -hmm. um, when you're Mitch Barnhart sitting in that chair and you at a high level program that is recruiting, you know, the highest level guys. And a lot of those guys are the kind of guys, five-star guys that are getting sort of caught up in these, uh, accusations because when you're a future NBA player, people are trying to get at you from every angle. So when you're in, when you're in his chair and this thing pops, I, I wanted to ask him and finally did, what do you do? Do you, do you just trust that everything's good, that your program's good, or do you call in John Calipari and 
uh, all of his assistants and say, are we in this? And then, you know, the follow-up to that was how confident have you been as all these trials have taken place and people start naming names that, that Kentucky wasn't going to ever uh, pop up. And I, I think I, without giving too much away, I think Kentucky fans are going to feel pretty good about the answers to that. Um, I, I thought he answered it about how you would hope he would. Um, you know, and the, the one quote I'll pull out from that, um, he says, when something like this hits, certainly you're talking and saying, wow, that's a difficult thing for the game, and we don't want to be a part of that. And he continues, and I think there's a mutual agreement on every front that would say, not only do we not want to be a part of it, but we're not. So there you go. Uh, you know, that's kind of what I was hoping to get. Like, yeah. put it, put, go on record. You know, tell people you're not in this, and that's, or that you worry that you are. And he he said, look, we're not in it. What other you know? We're not going to discuss them in, in depth. But what else is in there besides the the Calipari and the the alcohol and kind of the common fan verse? Yeah, we talked about. I mean, it's it's long. It's I think sixty five hundred words. We talked for an hour. Jeez, uh, poor Mitch. I know, right? You you can barely handle me for <laughs> twenty five minutes. Um, <laughs> we talked about um, in twenty twenty one. He's he, this year. He's vice chair, and in twenty twenty one, he'll be chairman of the uh, selection committee which is a huge honor. It'll be, that'll be the last year. It's a five-year term on the selection committee. So this is year four for him. I wanted to know, like, what are some, what are some things that surprised, you know, have surprised you about the selection process now that you've been a part of it? Mm -hmm. And then, you know, have you had conversations with, he said, you know, he, 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 on his own, he brought up conspiracy theorists. And so the follow-up was, well, you know, your head coach is one of the conspiracy <laughs> theorists. And he kind of laughed. And I said, so have you had a conversation now that you're three years into this? Have you at some point pulled Cal to the side and said effectively, like, look, they're not out to get you. And he said, no, you know, we, he knows. He, he said Calipari knows. He, he said he's going to always have a comment because that's kind of who he is. And it's like part of the fun and part of the show. But he knows um, that, that that it's a fair, and that, I think the thing that Mitch said that surprised him the most was just like how much goes into it, like how how exhaustively the people on that committee try to get it right, and that they're not, you know, out there pulling these weird puppet strings that everybody seems to think. So I thought that's in there. Um, we talked about the year one of the net ranking that replaced the RPI. What he thought of that was it good or bad, or you know, was the early rollout good or bad? You know, they released yeah. it when there was like no information, and it was. People were just haranguing it left and right because like, Kentucky came out like 50th in the first ranking and Utah was number one or some weird thing. Yeah, um, we, we talked about that. Uh, we talked, you know, talked about the lifetime, the quote unquote lifetime contract for Cal Perry, kind of how it came about. Did he ever worry that Cal was leaving? Uh, asked him another question. I've always wanted to know: Does he actually have a, a physical list of you know whenever Cal does leave? Does he have a, a list of the top five guys he wants to go get? You'll have to read the story to find out. Um, and along those similar lines, you know, Penny Hardaway at Memphis, Jawan Howard at Michigan, you know, is there a, is there a former UK player out there that, you know, is at least on the radar that, you know, someday maybe this guy could come home and, and be the face of his alma mater, lead his alma mater. That's, you know, we, we could probably do a whole show on that at some point. Like maybe, you know, there's some candidates, there are guys yeah. out there coaching. I'm not sure. 
I'm not sure I see one right now that seems I think like Mark Pope is the closest yeah. on the trajectory I would have ventured to guess. It just takes can, it takes such a special set of like skills. Like you're hypothetically, not, if he gets a beat, which is way out in the future, if a BYU can make a Final Four, then he's you know I, I think yeah, or make a you know make a, even a, any kind of a lead eight or run, a, yeah, you know? and have sustained success. Yeah, I think he's at the top of the list at this point. But those things are very cyclical. I mean, remember Travis Ford was a guy that many people thought yep. would be possible to do to take over uh, at Kentucky, and he kind of has fallen off of of late. So that's, a, that's very interesting. I think stuff. Rex Chapman should do it. Just let, let Rex run everything. But you have to keep him. You can't allow oh, You have You say. have to require that he delete his Twitter. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that would be like a mother. That would be in the contract. For, for Please don't post any videos of people getting killed in ha- or uh, horrific accidents. As a rule, yeah. Um, all right, let's take another quick break, and afterwards we're going to talk about that ball pit. You are Locked On Kentucky, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Former UK basketball players, Keldon Johnson, PJ Washington, and Tyler Hero had their Panini basketball card shoot. I guess it's like an NBA rookie thing. It's always funny to think. I don't know how many of the the videos you saw, but I was just rolling through social media, and, and basically it looked, well, the one thing that I, I saw this morning was PJ Washington just given... Keldon Johnson, such a hard time. Like, poor Keldon Johnson's trying to do, like, these shoots and, like, these interviews, and he's just like, oh, oh look, he's got his phone. He's like, big time. And, you know, Keldon, Keldon can't help but laugh at, like, the stupidest things because he's still a teenager. Laughs at everything. Yeah, and so, like, he's trying to be being interviewed by somebody, and, and he's cracking up because P.J. Washington's yelling at him. Yes. Yep. I remember, uh, I remember a thing we won't talk about where P.J. Washington was – uh, cracking up at somebody saying a dumb thing in public, leaving a game. Yeah, this past season. So yeah, you're being super cryptic. An un- unfair tease, but <laughs> it's just how it's ha- gonna have to be. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. <laughs> Hello, TJ. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, that was. It, I don't really understand uh, the ball pit thing. Was yeah, that's the the, the big tease. Like for whatever <laughs> reason, all the rookies were in these ball pits, and it was really th- weird. That was one thing that where where Washington was was messing with Keldon Johnson. It was like he was filming him in the ball pit, and I guess it was a shoot because in the video uh, that PJ posted, the all the Spurs rookies, I think there were two or three of them, were in the ball pit, and they were like throwing the balls up, and then I, like you saw flashes, so they were like taking pictures. Probably a pretty cool shot when you see the end result. But it, when you're like, but watching, why a ball? Pit? <laughs> why, why a ball pit? I don't know. Uh, uh, yeah, like Tyler. Yeah, that Heroes, was that like, was the luxu- weird. <laughs> looked like he was like luxuriating in the ball pit, like it was like a hot tub. <laughs> that was the weird one. That was like caught my attention. Some really strange. <laughs> He's just like chilling in the ball pit. Like, what up? This is Tyler Hero here at the draft shoot. <laughs> it's like if you didn't have the if you just heard the audio, the like last place in the entire universe you would expect him to be would be a ball pit. A ball pit. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I I don't I don't really get it, but uh, they seem to really be having a good time. Oh. And it does remind you that all these dudes are still essentially kids who are going off mm-hmm. to play in this very much man's league in uh, in the NBA. One uh, one thing I was going to circle back on the Q and A that I should mention to people that I think is uh, of interest to them that I asked about was Kyle Macy's comments. I asked Barnhart's reaction to that uh, to the to the idea of two things. One that you know, Cal prioritizes the NBA over winning. And it's funny because Mitch is like, I'm not going to comment on what Kyle said. And then he went in depth on the gist of what he said. He didn't make any kind of attack on Kyle Macy, which we've said is silly. You shouldn't do that. He's a legend. He 
certainly his opinion is valid here, but um, and then the idea that he wasn't welcome, uh, he addressed that as well, basically. In both, in basically both cases, Barnhart said that's hogwash. Uh, but it was, he gave a. Did pretty, he say hogwash? Because yeah, I could. He t- didn't, but it is a word. Oh, wait, does he say it in the interview? No, he didn't oh, say hogwash. I could totally. It's a word it. he could. He probably has in the rotation. Hogwash, <laughs> poppycock. Maybe not poppycock. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's like British or something. The, uh, but he went pretty in depth on it, and 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 like just the the general idea. You know, if you if you think like, oh, Calipari's only got one title in ten years, like he he essentially addresses that idea. As well, you know how successful has this run been under John Calipari? So, hope people will check it out. It's at the Athletic, it's long. It's an hour long conversation. Like I said, in the end, it ended, I think it ended up being about sixty five hundred words. So, there's a lot there. And if there's a, if there's a topic you're listening to that it's so long that if there's something in here you're listening to that you specifically want to see, I would just do a Control F and search for the. Keywords, uh, control but, F hogwash. But I think the whole thing is pretty interesting. And speaking of interesting, we'll have some of those comments on an edition of this podcast later in the week. So stay tuned and subscribe um, for that. Also, we plan on having some football podcasts. We're gonna I'm gonna attempt to interview some former players this week. I'm gonna be out of town, so I'm gonna try to get a couple in the bank uh, before I head out. I'm going to a podcast convention and. Uh, Scary note, Kyle. Our boss is going to be there. Oh yeah, yeah. David Locke. Nice. Um, um. I mean, I'm nervous because you you talk way too much, and sometimes our podcasts go over the specific amount of time. And we get the emails all the time about <laughs> keep your podcast shorter. Yeah. <laughs> this we've done a pretty good job. We're, so let's, let's end it right now. We're 25 <laughs> minutes. Let's do it. Read uh read Kyle's piece on the Athletic, as we said. Follow him on social media. At Kyle Tucker underscore A-T-H. You can follow me at Curtis Birch, B-U-R-C-H. Please follow the show at Locked On UK on Twitter and Instagram. And as I mentioned before, subscribe and then share the podcast with somebody else who would enjoy it. That's how you spread the word. Thanks again to Grassroots Pharmacy for sponsoring this edition of the show. Go check out the red website, grassrootspharmacy.com, or stop in to their location over in Hamburg. Thanks again for listening, guys. We'll talk to you soon. You are Locked On Kentucky, available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or tell Alexa or Google to play podcasts Locked On. Don't worry, I won't finish. You get the idea. Check, check, check. Why does that sound weird? Hello, hello, hello. Talk in the mic, Kyle. Check, check, check. All righty. Here we go. <clears throat>